Here we are. This is Real World Radio on air. COVID-19 in the Gaza Strip, how the Israeli military siege and environmental pollution are impacting public health. The Israeli occupation's attacks on Palestinians have massively damaged health facilities and targeted health workers. The ongoing direct attacks have caused thousands of injuries and hundreds of fatalities, which increases the burden on hospitals, warned Palestinian researcher in health systems Aisha Yusuf El Pasuni. Meanwhile, environmental engineer Balkis Gazundar lamented that Gaza is experiencing an environmental catastrophe. The lack of access to drinking water and sanitation, electricity, fuel and air pollution, among others, are a result of the Israeli occupation and the damage caused by their military attacks and blockade. Aisha and Balkis, both Gaza residents, were interviewed by Real World Radio with the support of Pengon, Friends of the Earth Palestine, as part of Pengon's actions to advocate for environmental human rights in Gaza, in cooperation with the Henrik Paul Stiftung Foundation. They were interviewed to gain insight about life in Gaza, the main challenges and obstacles in the fight against COVID-19, and the demands to the international community. Aisha is also the head of the Projects and Fundraising Unit at the Gaza Community for Mental Health Program. Her expertise comes from a long career in livelihood and business development projects under humanitarian and conflict settings, along with a master's degree in business administration and a major bachelor's degree in control and communications engineering, with more than 10 years' experience in working with the United Nations Relief and Works Agency for Palestine Refugees in the Near East, and community-based organizations at the Gaza Strip. She is also a member of the Organization for Women in Science for the Developing World, which is part of the United Nations Educational, Scientific and Cultural Organization, UNESCO. We first hear Balkis and then Aisha. As you mentioned, Gaza is living in catastrophic environmental life. The most urgent environmental problems in Gaza are water, sewage water. These problems are big according to the lack of electricity and the required material. We have a big lack of the wastewater treatment parts and water desalination filters due to the Israeli occupation and the blockage. As a simple example, my bachelor dissertation was about brackish water desalination using nanofiltration membranes. And in order to do the experiments, we needed the membranes and it was difficult to order them to Gaza according to the occupation. But we were lucky that we had someone to bring them with him. But unfortunately, the project stopped despite its efficiency due to the difficulty in bringing the materials. Moreover, the wastewater treatment plants and water desalination plants, depending on the electricity in their pumps and other parts, the power off and the lack of the off the fuel affect the sanitation system very well. The environmental pollution has a huge impact on the public health. The lack of the fit water for human consumption causing many diseases. Unfortunately, the water, even if it is unfit for drinking or cooking, it's not available always. Any human beings and living creatures, animals and plants require a minimum amount of water and, air and clean air. If these two factors are not available with the minimum requirement, this will affect the well-beings of the creatures and living things. I want you to imagine that you don't have water in your house for three days. It's a disaster. Moreover, because of the occupation, the air is more polluted than as usual because of the military actions. The most spreaded diseases in Gaza Strip due to the pollution are cholera, salmonella, diarrhea in children, and cancer. 
As a woman in Gaza Strip, I call upon you and women, UNDB, the ICRC and the donors, and I'm asking them to put pressure to immediately end Israel's closure on the Gaza Strip, at least put or at least put pressure to guarantee minimum human rights. Also, I'm calling the international environmental organizations to state in and put their rules in the environmental problems in Gaza Strip, as the problem in Gaza Strip is not restricted or limited to Gaza. For example, the Mediterranean Sea pollution problem is affecting many areas as well as it is affecting Gaza. Well, the 72 years long ongoing Israeli occupation on Palestine and over 13 years of siege on the Gaza Strip, in addition to the Israeli's regular attacks, is causing a dire humanitarian situation and all embedding Palestinians' ability to control the spread of COVID-19. The destroyed wash system infrastructure deteriorated socioeconomic status that represented with highly levels of poverty rates among Palestinians that reached 53% and unemployment level of 51% means that they are unable to take necessary preventive measures against COVID-19 and these humanitarian difficulties are expected to deteriorate further as a result of COVID-19. As you know, poverty increases one's susceptibility to becoming infected with COVID-19. Being poor means living conditions are unhealthy and overcrowded. Access to clean water and, and good food is non-existent. And buying disinfectants, gloves and, and masks is unaffordable. Moreover, and according to the WHO, physical distancing is a proactive measure against the spread of the COVID-19. However, it is difficult for 2 million Palestinians living in overpopulated areas to practice physical distancing. The major cause of such overcrowdedness was resulted from the 13 years of the siege on the Gaza Strip and severe restrictions on movement to and from Gaza by Israeli occupation authorities. All these factors are inhibiting Palestinians from practicing the most basic and necessary preventive measures such as physical distancing, testing, tracing and also quarantining. The availability of safe wash services is essential to preventing infectious disease, diseases, including the COVID-19. Personal hygiene and hand washing are one of the most important measures to prevent COVID-19 infection. However, as a result of the destruction of Palestinians' wash infrastructure by systematic Israeli occupation attacks, water and materials availability and sanitation systems are almost non-existent. Also, the ongoing political instability and geographical separation between the Gaza Strip and West Bank are major causes of these challenges and are resulting in worse humanitarian conditions enduring the COVID-19 pandemic and keeps also the, the health system in Palestine to be largely fragmented and under-resourced. As you might know, the Palestinian health system is constituted by four health providers, the Ministry of Health as regulator and main provider, UNRWA, private sector and also NGOs. This system lacks effective governance, evidence-based policies, lacks financing, knowledge and information sharing, resources and technologies, 
and also coordination between health, health actors. These elements are imperative to design and implement effective health emergency plans. Israeli occupation attacks on, on Palestinians have largely contributed to the damaging of health facilities and targeting also health staff. And the continuous direct Israel attacks have caused thousands of injuries and hundreds of fatalities, which increases the burden on hospitals, letting the cope with, with more cases of COVID-19 to be an almost, almost a challenge. Additionally, the daily electricity cut in the Gaza Strip means that hospitals' capacities are even more strained, with limited access reached just for hours per day, which directly affects the water and sanitation systems and interrupts the continuity of service provision to people who are in quarantine centers. Well, as you know, the WHO categorized Palestine as a high-risk country in relation to the spread of COVID-19, and the Palestinians have to face Trouble tragedies, actually. The COVID-19 pandemic, the ongoing Israeli occupation and intra-Palestinian division. Yet Palestinians' response to the pandemic has been satisfactory as a timely and necessary decision regarding the lockdown has been approved. The Palestinian Authority's government first response was declaring an early emergency plan and enforcing lockdown measures. However, in the Gaza Strip, actually, the response was slower in implementing preventive measures, such as the closure of schools and non-essential facilities. And no lockdown was enforced. Unfortunately, these plans and measures were unharmonized in both regions, largely due to political, geographical and administrative gaps. All persons who came from outside Gaza were hosted in quarantine centers. This process started in the middle of March. There are 16 quarantine centers all around the Gaza Strip, including schools, hotels, hospitals and clinics. However, unfortunately, that wasn't enough because on the 24th of August, the Ministry of Health announced the first confirmed coronavirus cases inside the Gaza Strip outside quarantine facilities, leading to fears that the virus could overwhelm the, the Gaza Strip's health system and worsen an existing humanitarian crisis. The local authorities announced a lockdown for at least 48 hours with no one allowed to leave their homes. Obviously, the Palestinian authorities in Gaza was focusing to have full control over the two crossing, ignoring the internal regular testing for the community and preparing the area for the worst scenarios. The tracing and testing of internal cases were almost weak or even absent, in addition to the slack and weakness in the measures of restriction and in keeping also the community aware and ready to face all possible scenarios of the spreading of this pandemic. Actually, the health systems in Gaza Strip is highly fragmented and unresourced. About 25% of medical consumables, 65% of laboratory supplies and about 43% of essential medicines have been consumed already and made an appeal for 100 ventilators and 140 ICU beds was launched. Additionally, there are severe shortage of personal protective equipment, testing kits, disinfectants, equipment, supplies, drugs, and, and also health staff in the whole of Palestine, actually. 
actually as a woman in Gaza living and working in health and humanitarian systems, I believe that we need a more concise and unified response plan with a long-term vision, including Europa's exit strategy, to effectively combat this pandemic. I'm calling the local and international human rights and advocacy organizations to put pressure to end Israel's practices and to shed the light on Palestinians' high need for financial and food support in order to alleviate the socioeconomic impacts of this pandemic and also to prevent any further economic collapse and food insecurity, especially among vulnerable population, including refugees and people in inaccessible places. Actually, the COVID-19 crisis has revealed major gaps in, in social and public health system, such fragility and preparedness, underinvestment and weakness in governance and cooperation. The pandemic is an opportunity for governments and donors to address these priorities on their agendas. Here we are. This is Real World Radio on air.